one word I, uh, which I brought uh, with me into this uh, evening was uh, rest. Finding a place of rest. And that goes along with you know, a lot of uh, what you said about uh, being home, relaxation. And uh, this retreat is very short, so I think um, it's good to uh, not to be uh, ambitious, but to really see this uh, weekend as an invitation for you to relax, to do something good for you, to, uh, to take care of yourself. So, how can you rest? What are the places to rest? Moments of rest? What does it mean for you to rest? What in you sabotages rest? What is it in, our, in you? What conditioning, what parts of you sabotage being at rest? How does it feel to be at rest? Is it actually something we can uh, do something about? Or is it more something like falling asleep? You know, we can create some conditioning and then it just arises, it just happens. So, part of... Uh, Finding places of rest is um, how how we allow ourselves to be here in this room, and um, my my intention is right from this evening uh, to create a sense of that this is a place for rest. You don't need to come here with, oh, now I'm going to meditate. I need to do something, and I'm tired and. I'm over, all over the place, I'm sad, I'm, I'm, I have a cold, I, you know, so, um, but to, uh, to see this place as, as a temple, as a sacred space where you can come and you can just rest, just be yourself. And part of that is that um, we don't need to sit in meditation posture um, so experiment with that. What is the posture for you which support resting? So I'm going to lead also some uh, body scans, so lying down, resting. Not really body scan, that's too much of doing, but s similar, something similar to that. But also uh, during the sessions, uh, you're really welcome to lie down or you know, shift to a chair, uh, to a chair if it becomes uncomfortable. Uh, so it's not a sign of not being a serious practitioner if you don't sit in a certain way. But um, be good to yourself, to this body. Give, give the body the space to rest. And if that means to sit in the meditation posture, which is a resting posture, then that's fine. But, you know, we have enough space. We can even add some of these red things. Uh, I think there is some more. Uh, so if you if 
you feel it's a bit too crowded, so you can lie down no? and explore. And the one of the postures, meditation postures, the Buddha taught is um, lying down. The what's the yogi name for shavasana? Shavasana uh, posture. Yeah. So we will do that all together, but uh, you can do that whenever it feels uh, good for you. And if you fall asleep, uh, it's completely fine for me. I'm I'm really happy when people <laughs> fall asleep, and I'm also good at putting people asleep. <laughs> I could make a career out of it. <laughs> so for me, it's not a sign, you know, that you are not attentive or, you know, that... Uh, and it's definitely not a waste of time to to uh, to have a little nap. And uh, if this would be a longer retreat, then uh, we could even take the f- first few days and emphasizing the, the resting part. Yeah? But it, at least tomorrow, yeah. So tomorrow the title is rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So so that uh, that maybe. Possibly uh, that then on Sunday morning, morning maybe you can be a bit rested already. Let's see. Maybe you need more rest than just one day or two. So when when you say uh, you know I'm looking for relaxation, that's not something unspiritual or something. Or maybe it it sounds more more spiritual when people say oh, I want to connect with my innermost awareness or something, but that's actually rest. What we're looking for is rest, deep rest. And uh, and then uh, and then trusting that out of that rest uh, the, the innermost love which we all carry in our heart will start to shine. Okay. Also, if you have no, you mentioned that you have maybe a question, something you struggle with, unclarity about something in your life, or the question, you know, why I'm here, or you know, something like that. Uh, let's trust uh, the, uh, the the capacity of um, answers answers arising through rest. So usually when we struggle with something, we try to find some solution and we go in circles and, and you know, and, and we just, it gets more and more stuck. So the, the a very common experience is that, you know, once we really give us the rest, we give us the space, we, we, uh, we um, gravitate away from the constant, confused, debating level of our mind into the present moment and we find places of rest, that then something might emerge. Something from a deeper place rather from the conceptual place. So one suggestion on on how how to find a place of rest is to, to let to let this moment be as it is. Letting go to letting be. And that's 
not necessarily what we usually do. So usually, usually we, particularly if there's something unpleasant, uncomfortable happening, usually our response to that is not embracing and going towards and allowing it to be and feeling it deeper and deeper and really sinking into our experience. But that's a suggestion for the weekend, to try something which we usually in daily life don't try, maybe because we don't have the space or maybe we don't have the encouragement to do that, that that is, that that is actually an option. Uh, trusting the inner, an inner wisdom, an inner voice, which got, which often gets over overruled by our conceptual thinking mind. So part of that uh, finding places of rest is that we um, that we uh, go into silence. So uh, meaning we are not talking with each other, and often when I lead retreats, I. You know, we kind of slide into it uh, so that it is not so abrupt. Uh, but uh, since this is only one weekend, my suggestion is that we really start with the silence tonight and then keep silent silence until um, until the last session tomorrow, which will be probably some kind of sharing in the end, yeah, so that we can have some space to. Uh, to, to talk a bit uh, about our experience. Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Until Sunday last session, yes. Um, so, you know, sometimes, you know, those of you who have done retreat before, I guess there's not any, there's not much worries about the silence where it's not strange for you but there's some new people here who haven't done retreat before sometimes in the beginning it feels a bit awkward and strange um, yeah, but that's fine so that's then your experience and then we can be curious about that no? silence uh, depending on your experience with silence particularly in a social context um, can be a bit, uh, a bit threatening almost. Yeah, it's like uh, the silence in the family. Yeah, which is not like a, a silence at dinner in the family, which means something is really wrong. The children doesn't don't know what it is, but they really feel something is wrong. But no, nobody says something. Um, so and that can you know that can happen that we feel suddenly like nobody likes me or I'm not part of the group or uh, you know stuff like that and uh, and actually uh, uh, the silence in the retreat is an opportunity for us to meet these these inner aspects of us maybe an aspect which is afraid of silence being in silence silence together. So if there's some practical stuff, uh, I don't know, who's actually cooking? Is there someone cooking here? There's a, a cook uh, coming in. Ah, okay. So, so maybe I have to 
Yeah, so, yeah, 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 that's like if there's some practical question to John or, you know, of course, then we don't need to make sign, sign language or something like that. No? So then, then we can say something. Yes. Yeah. So when we eat, we should be silent. So, silence from tonight. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have a monologue? <laughs> when, when shall we speak again? <laughs> uh, on, uh, on Sunday uh, at four o'clock. At four o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> I oh. think. I, I'm not so familiar with the schedule. Around then. Yeah. And I came here to speak to everyone. <laughs> yeah. And now I have to be silent because we will not hear that's we can right. speak otherwise, we can speak with our eyes. Good way. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, of course, uh, it, it's, it's, something, um, it's something we also uh, need and uh, could uh, cultivate better to share. And, uh, but, uh, so this is not the space for doing it, because we're trying something here which uh, usually is not available to us, to be together in silence. So, and and here silence does not mean that we disconnect from each other. So, I'm not talking about vipassana, what they call noble silence, so where you even don't look at each other and and so the the focus on this pra- in the practice and it makes sense in that context is really just uh, being attentive to your inner life so you kind of disconnect from everyone um, so uh, here in this retreat the invitation and if you want to do that and you you need a space like that of course then you're welcome but here uh, in this retreat, you know, in the context of the Mayana tradition, um, a silence, the silence which we explore here, is also an opportunity for us to connect with others on a different level rather than social positioning and, and you know, all this uh, talking and, you know, what are you doing and so on and so on. Uh, and... Um, and for many people, the experience is, and I think that is also possible in in such a short time, that you kind of you get to know people, you know, without knowing them in the normal way, but you know because we see each other, we feel each other, we pick each other energy up, and uh, so. The, the presence of the group and the presence of the other people, they are part of that retreat. They are not like uh, kind of uh, this, like uh, something you know you put up with because you know uh, it's uh, it, it's it's part it's part of the retreat. And I think in the guided meditations, I will also point to that yeah? to that sense of. Connecting with each other on what uh, some people call common humanity, you know that level of experience which we all share, yeah? which is um, uh, the level of that we all struggle, but it's also the level that we all have this enormous capacity to love, 
and to be kind and to care for each other. So both levels we can we can connect with each other. And then there is um, uh, this particular quality of silence uh, when we sit together uh, in silence uh, within the within the space of the teachings of the Buddha. Something, uh, something sweet. <laughs> something um, I mean it's it's so it's so not nurturing to sit together with other people in silence not for the purpose to make money not for the purpose of entertainment not for the purpose of productivity, but uh, for the purpose of love, for the purpose of compassion, with the intention to to heal for the benefit of all as a contribution to world peace. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's so inspiring to, to be together in that space. It's it's a really a political action. It's a rebellious action. It's a rebellious action to slow down and to pa- pause, and to step out from the red race, and not to be productive and just be simple. In a, in a, in a simple in a simple way. Yes. Would it be possible to have just a short break for sorting out some practical things before going into silence together? Yeah, yeah, that's that we are doing that now. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, so we try to clarify, but uh, uh, you know, doing the sessions uh, here, we uh, we will um, I will make a space for questions. So and. Um, and you can always uh, so if you if you kind of feel that you get stuck or so you can also always approach me yeah so if if you feel like oh, this is something I, I i need to i need to share or i i really feel feel stuck with that so i'm available yeah? so for 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 listening i'm 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 available for listening yeah? if you Day and night. (laughs) You can also write me a note, so that's a possibility. And then also uh, doing the sessions, if there's some practical things to say, then uh, John can take some space for that. I um, I think it's a good idea. Uh, obviously, 
I mean, I don't know if I need to say that. It's just a, a reminder is to uh, not turn on your mobile phone as much as possible. Maybe you have children or I know someone mm. who needs to, so that you have to check sometimes. But um, so, so that's, that's really helpful. Yeah. Uh, so that you can really turn inside. And then also, I rather suggest uh, not to read. Yeah? Uh, but uh, to explore um, being. And part of that could be exploring being bored. Or being uh, feeling restless, feeling I need to put something in, I need to uh, have some more information about something, or I need I need to. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of reasons to read, yeah? and often, um, and I'm really an expert at that. Often, um, reading and watching videos. Uh, about you know teachings and stuff like that. Often that is kind of also some entertainment. It's maybe a bit more wholesome, <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, it's it can be also just an escape from our experience. So the invitation here is, and I'm I mean I'm not saying you shouldn't read. I mean I'm not I'm not checking on that. Yeah, uh, it's just more to make you curious. So there is, for example, there is quite a long uh, um, lunch break. I mean, you could al already this evening start to plan. So oh, tomorrow in the lunch break, what I'm going to do in the lunch break? I, I have this book, I can read this book, and maybe then I can go to the sauna and take the canoe, and then I go swimming, and, and, yeah, and yeah, just observe that. And uh, how how can you slow that down? And yes, if you if you go to the sauna, also um, to do it, you know, slowly and uh, with with the emphasis on uh, exploring your inner life and being with yourself. Um, yes. No, I think your writing is, but that is, no, it's, it's personal for me. I mean, I don't want to decide that, but for, but for me, writing is more um, helpful in terms of exploring your inner life. Yeah. It, can, it kind of connects with, yeah. But I guess one can also write as an entertainment. And that's fine. I mean, I'm not saying... It's more... No, what I'm saying is more like making you curious about maybe uh, trying something else than you usually do and see what happens. And that doesn't mean that you have to stick to it. But then at least if you then pick up a book, you can... You can Uh, you can do it maybe with more curiosity and see. So what happens actually? Can I, can I read in a way where it's not just about information, but but about experience? Can I write in a way 
so that it is not about trying to remember all the good things and the amazing ideas I have, but can I use the writing to, to, to connect with my inner life? That's it. So, writing is okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask when I came here if he, we could go through the genesis explanations mm. of the deeper essence of genesis and if you have to have a lama blessing you to do the genesis. Mm. This question I have no time in thinking of and it's ruining you. If I don't can talk about it and, and calm down. Mm. So that was a question I had with me. Mm. So I say it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we can speak. <laughs> yeah. Put that question to rest. Uh, so, because that's not uh, uh, that's not like what we are going to no. explore this uh, this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So the sessions uh, they will be a mixture of. Um, uh, a bit of uh, some introduction, some you know, some suggestion, some explanation in the beginning, uh, and then uh, uh, a guided meditation, and then we will do some um, walking meditation, and then coming back and sitting, and then. Uh, body scan something like lying down and also maybe some some movements so I, I will see so I don't have like a fixed structure but it will so we are not going to sit here for one hour uh, but like the sitting meditations where maybe are like 35 50 40 minutes around and and then there will be some change in posture, either walking, either lying down, or some some movements. Yeah. Uh, the so the guided meditations um, I think it's helpful if um, you know if you relate to the to my guidance as if you are listening to music or you're listening to a poem. So it's not uh, in my in in the guidance which I usually is happening. I'm not trying to give you some instructions how what to do. It's more like invitations. It's uh, you know listening to the guidance and. Noticing what is happening, what's happening when I hear that instruction, what is happening when I hear that question. And um, so I'm not, uh, no, I'm not trying to put a straight jacket upon you 
like, okay, now try this, yeah? And then you try to follow my instructions. And that's a bit, uh, you know, maybe some, sometimes it's a bit frustrating for people, or it could be frustrating for people, particularly if you expect instructions like, okay, so now you bring your awareness to the belly and you follow the rising and falling of the belly. And when your mind is distracted, then you go bring it back to, to the belly. Yeah? So that, that's a kind of instruction uh, which is like telling you what to do. For me, I'm more interested in, for example, and I also did that in, in our first sitting, uh, to ask, how is your belly? It's an invitation. And, and then you notice, so what happens? What happens with that invitation? So the response to that question, how is your belly, could be, I'm not interested in my belly. I don't want to look there. I want to watch my breath or you know so and and that's completely fine. Be loyal to to your to your to your meditation. Yeah? And if I make a suggestion or I say something where you feel ah yeah wow mmm yeah like this mmm yeah or, ah, yeah, hmm, that's, oh, that's interesting. Yeah? So then you go along with it. Yeah? And the rest you just let pass. Yeah? It's just like, whoosh, yeah? it doesn't make sense, or you know, there's nothing happening in you, or is this even, there's even a sense, no, this is not where I where I just want to go. I need to I need something else. Yeah. I need another medicine. Yeah. Uh, my assumption is that um, that you know we are coming from different places and different experience and all of us we have also different needs this weekend. So there is nothing like one medicine for all, one instruction for all. Yeah? So it's kind of your responsibility a bit to look after yourself and to work with that which feels wholesome for you or that which you are interested in naturally without squeezing yourself into some attempts to do something. Did I communicate that yeah. uh, clear enough? Yeah. Yeah. You mean not to force yourself? Yeah, mm. yes. Mm. And actually, a lot of my instructions, they don't really make sense. I mean, if you like, uh, no, if you would try to figure them out, or how, how should I do this? Like, like one instruction or one thing I could say is the heart like the sky. The heart like the sky. So imagine a very rational person who always wants to know how, what to do. Or what is that person doing with that sentence? Yeah. 
or should I open my heart and or something like that. But some of you, and I could see it right there, right now, when I said the heart like the sky, some people of some people here resonated with it. It meant something to them. And it doesn't matter if you were not one of the person. Yeah, that's not the that's not the point. But uh, but for those who something happened, oh, the heart like the sky. So then, you stay there, non-conceptually. You don't need to elaborate on it. And then I hope uh, through conditioning uh, through through the dependent arising of this uh, group that I, I, I say something useful for almost everyone. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Yeah. If I say that's just one and, and, you, and, 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 and then that's a uh, gold nugget. Yeah. Because like the heart like the sky I mean, you can dance with that for months, with that, with that image. Or, you know, when I say, uh, when I ask a question, how can I be more at peace with this? How can I be more at peace with this? So. What happens when I ask that question? How can I be more at peace with this? With this, or whatever it is right now, how can I be more at peace with this? And then you might expect me to tell you how to be more at peace with it. <laughs> with this. It could be uh, that then I, when I then give it a little lecture or something, then I might say something about that. But actually, that question could also trigger some, some, something, something you know already. Something you know already. Maybe maybe you don't know yet that you know. But but the invitation, how can you be at peace with this? It's like ah, oh, I mean I love that intention, uh, that invitation. So when I when I when I allow this invitation to arrive in me, how can I be at peace with this? Something in me knows. Something in me lets go in this moment. So that's a bit the way I lead a kind of guide as, as reminders. And often I actually say something just be, and actually I could also do like this yeah so sometimes when I say something it just kind of makes us a little alert again in case we were completely lost in somewhere else yeah? completely lost in thoughts and then I say something and you kind of you get a little oh, so what's happening is 
what what's what what's actually happening here? What what am what am what am I doing right now? So it's a bit of a mindfulness spell. So so if you don't catch what I'm saying, it doesn't matter. And you just but you might get some bit more awareness back, alertness back to what is happening in that moment. So one um, one direction, one invitation will be, and it will shine through in different instruction to the for the mindfulness for the lying down posture is bringing our awareness back to the body. How does this feel in my body? What's happening in my body? What's happening in your body now? What's what's your response to what I'm saying here? What is your response to to what comes across from me? How does it feel for you? And that could be that you get annoyed with me. It's I mean that's very likely, or that you get bored, or that you. So I'm not expecting that you that you that you like me or that you uh, think fantastic what I say. But what is your response, and how does it feel in your body? How does it make you feel right now to sit in this group, to be here, to listen to me? What is what's happening in your belly, in your heart? That's that's where we go back to, and then you notice that your mind goes like in the walking meditation, for example. You start to reflect and to think, and then again. So, how does that feel in my body? Where does it sit in my body? Where is it in my body? One of the experiences very likely to happen for most of us is a sense of tiredness, a sense of exhaustion. And uh, that's often a question in the beginning of the retreat, so I'm going to answer the question now, so just in case it comes up tomorrow. Um, so the, the the answer would be rather a question, and that is, so I I experience exhaustion, I experience tiredness, and I would like to ask the question: what to do with it? Because I want to get rid of it. Yeah, I don't want to have that feeling. Actually, to feel exhausted and feeling tired is something shameful, or then I would waste my time, my precious time. 
my precious spiritual time, and I'm just like this. You know? So, um, so that's good to notice. Uh, I'm actually on. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm against it. I, I want to. I want to fix it. You know, I want to have some antidote. Some. So, what do I do with it? Meaning, how how can I get rid of it? So now the, the suggestion here is very radical, yeah? very counter-instinctual. And that is, as I said before also, uh, experiencing it as fully as possible and giving it the space which it needs, whatever it is. Sadness, tiredness, whatever it is, confusion. So uh, approaching it, embracing it, how can I be more loving with this? How can I, how can I embrace that, that experience of being tired, of feeling shattered, of feeling confused, of, uh, of feeling... Yeah? I'm not saying that uh, you should have a difficult experience. So um, if... If nothing of that, what I just mentioned, happens and you feel quite open and peaceful, that's wonderful. Soak it in for the sake of everyone. Yeah, just, just soak it in. If there's some peace, some space, some softness, soak it in. And when there's tiredness and exhaustion, soak it in. Be with it. How can I be more at peace with this? How can I embrace it, love it, be with the tired part of myself, the exhausted part in myself? Changing the relationship with being tired, with feeling exhausted. So a basic assumption for this retreat, for the Mahayana tradition, is that in the center of our being, we can maybe localize it at the, at the heart area, is a source of wisdom and love, like a sun, like a Buddha within, a goddess within, and that our practice is about making contact with that essentially pure, uncorruptible, undestructible essence, you know, the, 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 the source of our capacity to care, to be, to be kind, to love, uh, our capacity to feel joy. Yeah. So that's the basic assumption in the Mayana tradition, that we are born with that, and that uh, it is temporary obscured uh, through the conditioned mind, through the reactivity of the narrative self. Narrative self. So... What symbol could work for you there? Yeah. 
if, if you would want to symbolize the goodness, the innocence in your heart. So in the Mayana, in the Tibetan tradition, you have symbols like Shenrezig, the Buddha of Compassion, Avalokiteshvara, and he holds this jewel, you know, this clear jewel in his hands, the jewel of Bodhicitta, the jewel of the awakening heart. Yeah? So that could be a symbol. He's sitting on a lotus, so the lotus is also seen as a symbol for that capacity particular because the lotus grows from the mud in our life from from the from the mud of our pain um, so the, or the, the 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 symbols um, then he's sitting on a sun disk yeah? so he's sitting on a sun disk so also the sun is seen as a symbol and uh, maybe you can you know, pick how, how would you for yourself what symbol would work you know, for the Buddha within for the goddess within for, the, for your divine nature Maybe it's a sound, maybe it's a color, maybe it's a, maybe it's just a bright sun. You know, do you have a devotional uh, relationship to Christ, to to the Dalai Lama, to the Kamapa? Maybe it's a diamond for you, you know, an indestructible diamond. Maybe a fire. Uh, so, in, in our last meditation today, I would like to invite you to you know, feel into feel into that. It doesn't need to be a symbol, yeah. but uh, I invite you into the trust of your goodness, your innocence. And with that trust into your own goodness and innocence, you also start to see that in other people. Because um, what we usually see in other people is their conditioning. It's like the surface. We, we relate from surface to surface. Let's relate to each other as gods to goddesses, yogis to yoginis, buddhas to buddhas. From innocence to innocence, from the capacity to love to the capacity to love. Uh, from the longing to love to the longing to love in each other. 
in a, in a kind of timeless way. So let's take a few moments to reconnect with the body and the breath. And with the in-breath you slide into the body, into the trunk of your body. And really dropping into your experience as it is. Just noticing the noticing and befriending the energy as it is, whatever is happening. And thoughts continue to arise, but try not to emphasize them so much. Gravitate towards a thought-free space. A thought-free space which you might localize in your chest, in the heart area, not necessarily, but breathing gently into the heart. And dropping the mental image of your body. Or making it more transparent at least. And then allow yourself to feel the Buddha within. And don't think about it. What is the Buddha within? Allow yourself to feel the goddess within, the divine within. The, the source of your care. The source when, you, when you're in love, when you care about something or someone. which then expresses itself through the way you talk and through the way you look at the person, which expresses itself through your hands, through your, through your activity. Gravitate towards the place you know already. You know already. Some people mentioned home, going home. Connect with the home you already know. You already know home. Something already knows. That might be faint, and that's not about words. It's also not about a powerful experience. Just go to the place you already know. Which you have known in childhood. place which is singing to you, calling you.
place of freedom, a place of peace. place of joy. Maybe there's a symbol like a Buddha, a Tara, a jewel, a fire, a rose, Maybe it's just a feeling, a sense, a knowing. A knowing you also remember from childhood. A knowing you connect with the nature. When you look at trees, when you look at the lake. A glowing. drop. Place remains to be a mystery, but it's whispering. It's moving. Innocence, your goodness. When Jesus or the Buddha looks at you, what they see is a good man, a good woman. Absolutely. When the Dalai Lama looks at you, he sees the Buddha within, the goddess within. Undestructible, uncorruptible, undestroyable. to the place which you already know. Remember. And feel how that space opens in your heart as if a flower is opening 
parts of her sun starts to shine through the clouds. And the Buddha within, the God is within, the Christ within, starts to radiate into your whole body, particularly there where you're hard with yourself, where you're wounded, where you're contracted, where you judge, where you judge yourself, particularly there, just starts to shine. throughout your whole body. Through your eyes, through your hands, through your belly, through your feet. And suddenly you become aware that everyone around you, the, the people who are cl sitting close to you, people around you, behind you, to your left, to your right, in front of you, everyone in this room. And there's bridges of light from Buddha to Buddha, from goddess to goddess, from love to love. Receiving and giving. From the beauty within, you see the beauty without. You see the beauty outside. From the beauty within, you see the beauty outside. And then together we reach out to our families, to our friends, to our parents, to our grandparents, to our children, to our clients, to our customers, to the people we work with, to our neighbors, to our pets. Just love. 
your life. Awaken to that love. May I awaken to that love. May everyone awaken to that love. For a few more minutes, we just rest with whatever is for you. Okay, thank you very much. Welcome, everyone. And uh, yeah, I hope you sleep well. If not, that is not so important because you don't need to go for work tomorrow. So uh, there's nothing we need. We don't need to be fit tomorrow. So we can we can just come here. However we are.